Welcome back, Patriots. This is part two of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you missed part one, you better go back and listen. Here we go. Um, but I want to, because I know we, we said we were going to talk about it, um, you know, we, we mentioned a little bit briefly, uh, we have the, the Nord Stream pipeline. We have the, this massive, uh, you know, this, this attack, and we're, I'm just going to say it's an attack uh, because I think it's very clear that it was. We have uh, very clear accusations from several countries uh, and the possibility being very real that the United States might have attacked it. So what does, you know, what does that mean for Europe? What does that, uh, in terms of especially Russia's uh, response to this now, we've had some very clear language uh, from Putin, from the, Cl- from the Kremlin, and it seems like the, uh, if this was in fact the United States, uh, and even just the uh, assistance that they've been pouring into Ukraine, it seems like they want us to go to World War III. And it's going to, if that does happen, we're going to have war on in Europe. It's going to come to the United States. It, we're in a very dangerous situation right now. And with the, the gas, we have very real suffering that, that could take place, especially for a lot of people in Europe as well. Um, so if, if you want to talk about that, I know, B, before the show, we were speaking a little bit about this. So either one of you can jump in on this question. Me? Me? Sure, sure. Go ahead. I was going to go for it. Me? Okay. Okay. Uh, so, well, uh, I speak first for Italy. Um, the Nord Stream is, uh, is not... Uh, very important for Italy. It is important, but not uh, uh, as important as for Germany. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think that the Nord Stream and what's happen, what happened uh, with Nord Stream was uh, really an attack to Germany. If you want to uh, break the uh, European Union, you have to uh, break Germany. No way, no other way. And uh, uh, the Nord Stream is uh, connected directly with Germany. And Germany is taking, uh, is I think uh, almost 90% of his uh, um, gas needings from uh, the Nord Stream. So for Italy, at the present uh, is not uh, a really problem because we have got uh, our gas stocks uh, quite uh, full. So for the uh, incoming winter, I think that uh, we are going okay. But the problem will be uh, after, I think, uh, February and March, next uh, February and March, because uh, we are not in a position to uh, have uh, our gas stocks uh, again full. And the problem, the problem is why we, ca- we think that uh, uh, U- United Kingdom and uh, US together are doing this one. But first of all, that uh, um, the Baltic Sea is uh, one of the points where there are more um, NATO uh, militars in Europe, I think. And I think that it is impossible that the Russian will 
can arrive with the submarine, uh, make the sabotage of their own uh, pipeline, and then uh, turn back home without nobody can see them. It's impossible. It's really impossible. So, uh, in June, uh, half June, uh, there was uh, a great uh, military uh, operation uh, from NATO uh, in the Baltic Sea next to the Nord Stream. So I think that they are um, uh, ready to make this, this kind of sabotage when Russia will not uh, turn back from Ukraine. The problem is that we in the European uh, Union we have got uh, since uh, 2017, I remember, a um, solidarity uh, agreement. So, if just one European state having got uh, as um, energy problems and is without uh, energy stocks, the others must give to this uh, European state their uh, gas stocks. So, when you attacked Germany, Thanks to this agreement from uh, 2017, you attack every uh, state, European state. And the goal is that in this way, US can sell to Europe as uh, gas is uh, energy okay from uh, i think uh, uh spat weight uh, from the sea and um uh, lng lng la, la, right this one and we pay this uh i think uh, three times three four times uh, uh, 300% more than the Russian uh, gas. So this is a great problem because uh, also, sorry. No, it, and I was also, uh, Europe, the Chinese are also doing the same thing to Europe. They're basically buying cheap Russian gas and American gas and they're uh, marking up the prices for LNG shipments to Europe. And Yes. So, uh, if we're getting it from both angles here. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. 
Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. I don't know, what do you think in, in the U.S. Uh, that, uh, that Russia has done this sabotage of the well, North uh, Stream? So... <laughs> If you look at the mainstream <laughs> news here, yeah, of course it's all Russia. And they have the same narrative, Russia, 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 like they did during the entire like Trump administration. Uh, Jake Sullivan, uh, who's Biden's national security advisor, uh, he, he said uh, on Friday, I believe it was, that uh, we will have to wait until uh, physical inspection, intelligence gathering, and consultation with our allies to make a definitive determination but we can say unequivocally is the suggestions Russia has made about the United States and other countries are flat-out false. Russia knows they're false. Of course, this is part of their playbook. And they're, of course, talking about the allegations that came out immediately that the United States and, and uh, possibly mm -hmm. Ukraine and uh, our, our uh, allies, you know, uh, had something to do with the sabotage, uh, you know, particularly in retaliation for, uh, for Russia not playing ball with the you know, with the planned agenda. Uh, but, I mean, this is the same Jake Sullivan who is part of the... He's, he's doing the same line that he, he's done for years and now is, is being revealed as complete lies. This is the same Jake Sullivan who was overseeing the, uh, the Russiagate investigation, the same one involved with, the uh, you know, all these, these Trump lies, these, this FBI, uh, you know, criminal investigation into President Donald Trump. Uh, I mean, so it doesn't really hold any weight, and a lot of the American public, I, I think, is very uh, is a little bit sharper than they like to give uh, give us credit for, thinking that we are the useless leaders that that they want us to be. That the United States very clearly has uh, could have had a, a part in this. So, I mean, the uh, the American people are, I think, in alignment with a lot of what the rest of the world uh, can pretty clearly see. And uh, yes. I don't think the, the media narrative that, you know, the United States is innocent, that Russia came in and bombed their own pipeline, uh, I don't think that, that it's going to hold any water for any period of time at all. I, th I think the, the jig is up and people understand that the media is lying and especially that it's become, a, you know, another arm essentially for the, for the military and the intelligence agencies. Yes. Well, uh, I think that uh, we are uh, at the point we we here in Italy, but but I think uh, all over Europe uh, we are really afraid about uh, the danger of uh, another world war. 
we think that there is not impossible it could be happen it could be it could happen uh, hope that uh, somebody will stop at one point um i think that the us uh, um can stop uh, this kind of, so i think that putin is not a saint but uh, in this case uh, uh zelensky is a puppet and uh, i think also a criminal uh, i saw a lot of things that uh, he have done uh, in, in ukraine uh, thanks to uh, some uh, very uh, proud journalists italian journalists uh, independent journalists that uh, went uh, in donbass and they uh, uh, told us that what uh, he has done, he has done uh, all over these years uh, i think that biden he has is uh, trying also to hide all the criminal activity is uh, i can tell this his family have yes. done uh, in ukraine okay i can tell this because in italy we can we can speak uh, very very free always okay and uh, so i think that uh, biden uh, have got uh, special interest uh, to hide uh, in ukraine and um, that the us are going on with uh, this uh, danger of war without uh, the breakout of the war and they are trying to get uh, more uh, power in the energy uh, uh, market uh, in europe i think that uh, these are uh, the the goals uh, and i hope uh, really hope uh, that someone will say that it's time to stop because uh, uh, ever as uh, I told you some some minutes ago, uh, the danger if uh, another war uh, break out uh, is not uh, only in Europe. Uh, I think that these signs uh, will arrive also in the U.S. and uh, it's too danger is is something that we have to avoid uh, absolutely because it will be i think uh, uh, destructive so we hope here in italy we really hope to uh, have again trump as president because uh, when he was president it happened never happened I think that uh, if uh, you were also president at this time, this kind of situation will never break out uh, here in Europe. I quite, I'm quite sure about this. We, well, we agree. And uh, I want to ask you a question, too, uh, regarding what you just said about, uh, about you know, the Biden's crimes. And it's been something that in alternative media, or I'll, I'll just say real media, uh, as opposed to this mockingbird legacy nonsense, uh, which you know, which we we spoke about a little bit. They uh, it's been very heavily covered. Everything that's come out with the Hunter Biden investigation from his laptop, his involvement doing all these deals with CEFC and all these Chinese firms getting favors, uh, the involvement yes. in the Ukrainian gas. Uh, you know, the, these wild and uh, I think very accurate 
allegations uh, from Russia, for instance, what they even called it a uh, an emergency uh, UN Security Council meeting uh, about these bio labs that they that are in Ukraine, which we now know have been funded by the U.S. Yeah, yeah, by the U- United States DoD through our Department of Defense. Uh, and but you you mentioned that. You can't talk about Biden in in Italy. What, no, what does that mean? Well, what, what would happen? Like you, <laughs> we, 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 we can talk. We can talk uh, with freedom in Italy. This is uh, the truth. At the present, we we have to. Uh, so uh, we've got uh, some. Uh, I don't know. Journalists. Cancel culture. Uh, cancel oh, culture. Sorry? Cancel culture. Yes. Cancel, cancel culture. culture. Digos, we, we find uh, really policy. If you if you write something on uh, your blog, on your social, on uh, on on a, uh, or you say something on television, or you write something on newspaper, that was uh, against what the media are telling us uh, and what the government is telling us uh, you are uh, indicted very simply you are indicted so to turn back uh, on meloni indicted. <laughs> this yeah indicted <laughs> indicted sorry uh, so to turn back on meloni when uh, the media tells you that uh, she is nazist well I think that uh, a lot of people should come here in Italy and uh, they can understand how is uh, the situation here in Italy in uh, at the present and it's not very good. Really it's not very good. I don't. So I have because you know we're we're talking about a lot of things and since we are talking about uh oh yeah actually I have one question uh Someone was asking me, when you say indicted, do you mean that in like a, you're indicted in the, in the opinion? They will, uh, like, is that an actual charge? They will indict you for something? Or that just means they're yes, going to start uh, banning you? They're going to kick you off of social media? Banning, banning uh, well, I've got some friends of mine that uh, wrote some things on government on the, against the COVID narrative, and they've got the police at home. Okay. They have got uh, their phones, uh, their uh, PC, their computer. Away oh, so from this them. is criminal. Th- like this is criminal matter. Yes. So th- we're, we're not talking in in America. We talk about cancel culture, and we've had se- several individuals who've been raided, uh, or they they did these no knock raids for speaking out against election uh, integrity, for supposedly having information they shouldn't have uh, or images of the machines but you're talking if they speak out about covid and some of these issues they actually yes. the police come and and, and uh yes they seize it their phones happen. like these are actual yes. criminal charges yes wow. it's happened i i know uh, about uh, i think um, seven persons that uh, have got this kind experience and uh, so we, we have to um, uh, be uh, be careful on what we are saying. Oh, so I don't know. I, I can say that uh, Biden have got uh, criminal affairs uh, in Ukraine. 
Well, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm very happy can, that I can say this one. If if I went on uh, Italian radio, on uh, Italian television, and so on, and I'm doing and I'm saying these things, uh, well, maybe not uh, immediately the police, but uh, um, there are a lot of consequences. Consequences is right. Yes. A lot of problems that later, yes. And it is going worse um, in the last two years. Maybe now is just a little better. And I hope that with Meloni will go better. I hope so. Wow. So one other thing that we spoke about earlier, um, which is, you know, one of the things I believe that Meloni... Uh, Maloney stood for correct me if I'm wrong, but it was border border policies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we this yeah. was a huge a huge issue for Trump, and one of the things that he was speaking about, no one else would touch, and everything the political establishment, the media, uh, down at the uh, state level, everyone in Congress, it was a huge huge battle uh, for him to talk about and then attempt to to build this border wall down at the southern border where we're having tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of people coming over uh just they're bringing in just every week 10,000 uh children supposedly children and they fly them in and the american people are paying for this uh so we're having millions of people coming into the country every year we don't even know the real numbers it's very possible it's upwards of 10 12 million people every year easily who are coming into the united states and uh, i mean it's, it's a big problem but there, there's been a very similar thing happening in in Europe in several countries as well. It's happened in Greece. It's yes. happened in Italy. What is what does that look like, and what does the population look like there? Uh, well, so uh, well, we are smaller than the U.S. So uh, in Italy, they came with uh, the ONG ships. They came by sea. Uh, these ships are in the NGOs. Sea. NGOs. 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 Okay. NGOs. Okay. These ships are in the Mediterranean Sea, and uh, they are uh, they are to fish. I don't. Know. Is it right? Be fish uh, fish people from? Oh, okay, come here. Then uh, they say to that us. That is correct. Okay. Uh, they could you? I'm sorry. What, can, what do you mean when you say fish? What you, like they're fishing boats, or what do you mean? So these yes. people, what they do in in the Maghreb, and it's not just uh, an issue conducive to one state, it's throughout the whole Maghreb. They basically stage all these uh, uh, very raggedy life rafts on the beach. Uh, these, you know, these rafts which can fit, you know, 100, 150 people on. And they'll go out uh, close to the shore. And for Italy, our biggest issue is uh, Lampedusa. And when you reach a, a, a certain vicinity to the shore, when you're inside the international waters, uh, basically the way the European Union has said it is uh, European ships have an obligation to pick these people up out of the water. So what they're doing is they're literally sending out these NGO ships to meet these rafts halfway to pick up these people. And what a, a cause and an effect of that um, which is really weighed heavily on Italy, 
is when the Italians would pick these people up, the Italians, the Spaniards would pick these people up, the French have declined to do so repeatedly, um, other countries refuse to take in these immigrants. And so these people get stuck here in Italy. So you have a problem like in place like Ventimiglia, which is you know the town on the Italian-French border. There is a huge uh, diaspora up there of immigrants who try and jump over on the train tracks and, and whatnot. Uh, in order to to arrive to countries which I said we're cutting off um, all the immigrants but the Italians have to keep sending their ships out the NGOs uh, as well as the Italian military to go pick up these rafts the rafts can keep on coming the Italians and you know the southern countries the pigs Portugal Italy Greece Spain uh, must perpetually take these people uh, but the rest of the European countries, uh, particularly like Scandinavian countries and Germany, can say, no, we're done. We don't want any more. And they essentially uh, cut off the border, and these people are um, stopped here. I mean, they're, they're no longer permitted movement. So they're just and filling up those countries. Precisely. And this is an issue which has really been rampant for uh, in Italy for 10 years now. Um, there's always a problem, but it's, you know, Italy is effectively the same size as Arizona. So if you consider about a quarter of a million people arriving by boat every year illegally, that number tends to, to add up uh, quite fast. And as a result, um, you know, you get the usual problems. Um, I remember a couple years back, they found a 16-year-old girl chopped up in a... Uh, in a suitcase inside of a train station, uh, which was a result of uh, uh, an immigrant doing that. Um, there was also another 16-year-old girl. Uh, she was drugged and gang raped in Rome. And so you just get like a lot of these same problems which you'll see in like Southern America, you know, like the Southern parts mm -hmm. of America, because these are not, um, you know, these are not uh, upstanding people who are coming over here for the most part, for the most part. Uh, and so, um, you know, we get the surges in crime, and the EU just says, you know, um, you know, in the military we have a saying, it's called Bohica, it's bend over, here it comes again, and it's just uh, bend over, here it comes again every day. So if you, because I remember, I mean, there was a lot of news about that, and I have family over in Greece, how much of of those policies did the uh, the gov the national governments there have control over versus the the European Union's uh, policies on that. Zero. Zero. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, Salvini, while he was in the government, was actually sued by one of these NGOs um, because he prevented uh, them from offloading from debarkation in Italian ports. He prevented it for months, and so. Uh, he was actually sued, and they claimed kidnapping. Now, eventually, he was exonerated, but much like the U.S., you know, the the process is the punishment, uh, and it was essentially a court case which drug out over years and cost cost him probably in the millions. So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. 
If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported. With AirMedCare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Now, they also have an Amazon card, but we don't do business with Amazon here on this show. So please do not sign up for this and get the $50 Amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast. So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Wow. Well, Welcome in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been, uh, we, we have honestly similar feelings here in the United States, you know, and, uh, and it's, it's horrible because some of these people who do come in, I don't know if it's, it's as true in Italy. I, I have a suspicion that it is. That a lot of the people who come over, they're told uh, that they can escape here, that there's all of this, uh, you know, all this opportunity, et cetera, et cetera, waiting here for them. And they come here, um, many of them through, I'll just use the southern border as an example, they're put through this uh, system of coyotes. The girls very often expect to be, uh, you know, to be raped, to be abused. They have children that are going into the hands of God knows who. Uh, now, in large part because of the policies and operational uh, standards of these uh, of these companies who are operating and bringing these kids into the southern border, and it's just creating more and more victims on top of uh, you know creating all this chaos and economic uh, you know uh, economic destruction here in the United States. Um, but do you see do you see a big I, and I imagine the answer is yes. Uh, we spoke a little bit about this. Do you see a big culture shift in the population now that there is this massive influx of people who are who are coming in uh, who I, I think don't share the uh, you know their culture ideas and the and the values of the people in Italy? Yes, of course. Well, some years ago. We have got, we have a lot of people coming that uh, sells drugs, uh, pornography, uh, pedophilism, so on. Some years ago, just to make you an example, one of these alien immigrators, and is not the only case, is happened other times takes a, a girl of uh, 18 years old drug this girl uh, and uh, have done the worst things with the, this girl then he cut the body killed this girl but before killed her he cut her body and put the parts of the of her body into two suitcases and left them on the side of the road. In Italy are coming the worst criminals that 
are uh, released from the prisons in uh, uh, northern African, northern of Africa. Are not, uh, I, I want to say there are also a good people, really good people, and I think that uh, if uh, someone is coming uh, in Italy and is uh, asking for help and he's a good people, we have to help these people, okay, this person. But there are too much criminals that are coming in Italy and this is too bad really too bad no control no control uh, also in the covid period they came uh, with the ships uh, uh, no we are locked in our homes and they came with the ships and go uh, uh, around with no control uh, no tests, uh, no one uh, know their name. They uh, always say that uh, they are uh, um, they are not uh, uh, major. Uh, they are not. How can I say? Uh, uh, no, eighteen years old. Okay. Minus. Uh, Minus. Okay, exactly. Minori. Uh, even if they are minori, ah. brown, right. Even if they are uh, uh, clearly men, adult men, okay. And I think, I hope really that Meloni can uh, uh, do something with uh, this kind of problem. Um, first, uh, as Mr. B told you, uh, Salvini have done uh, very well, but uh, the radical left uh, put him uh, under uh, under card. Okay, so uh, if you do something right for. Um, the safe of your country and this and this uh, thing is against the Soros uh, open society and the Soros uh, uh, goal then uh, you are stopped if you want or not you are so then here's a question either one of you can take this you know obviously uh, you and I both, I think, have very high hopes for what Maloney might do. Uh, and hopefully she is, you know, what she says she is. Uh, what power does she have to to change the direction of Italy, given the control that the EU has? Or is it going to take, I'll just say, some sort of populist uh, uprising, right, in order to, uh, you know, for the people to take back some of the power from these these bureaucrats? Like, do, does Maloney have the have the ability uh, with the political system over in Italy right now to actually move away from this this European Union control? I think that it depends on the air government team, on uh, who she uh, is uh, going to choose to make her government. For example, um, uh, Mr. B uh, told you uh, first uh, some years ago on uh, Aspen Institute. We've got uh, 
the president of Aspen Institute, that is Giulio Tremonti. Giulio Tremonti was uh, uh, the economy minister uh, in the Berlusconi government in uh, 2011. Uh, and he was doing uh, such a good things also in economy that uh, can put Italy just a little more out from the European Union. And then European Union came and uh, there was a coup uh, and uh, uh, from the European Commission uh, decision, uh, Berlusconi was uh, uh, substituted, substituted, is it right? Okay. Sorry, I am a little tired. Uh, from Mario Monti, that is a man of the European Commission. Ecco, so I think that, uh, for example, if Meloni choose, uh, should uh, choo choose um, Tremonti as minister, for example, um, he can go in a way that can help Italy to exit and to uh, go uh, on the way that uh, Trump will go when he turns back as president or as uh, chairman, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but if uh, she uh, calls another, some other uh, persons, maybe, she will uh, follow the Biden way of government. And this is not good. So I hope uh, she will do a great choice uh, and uh, she makes a, a government team that uh, can be useful uh, and can be uh, in the same direction of the future Trump government that I hope will come very, very, very soon. We hope so, so too. It depends. Uh, yes. Well, we've gone a little bit over, and uh, I want to thank you both for, for spending so much time with us this morning. Or, well, this evening, because I know it's evening for you. Uh, the only yes. we have a we have a few uh, few questions, so I'll just ask it as one, uh, and then I'll ask I'll bring up one thing as I do that we were speaking about earlier uh, with B is that you know we're told in the media that no one supports Russia, everyone you know hates this war, this is nonsense. Uh, they all buy you know we're we're told everyone buys into the idea that Putin is this dictator, this unjust war. Uh, but, you know, uh, you mentioned that there are actually, uh, you know, uh, protests or whatever you want to call them across Europe right now that are actually in support of this and that the Russian people, there are many who, who really do support this uh, and they, they are tired of this uh, Zelensky phenomenon. They're tired of this, this control yes. and all of this posturing through the, United, yeah, through the UN, for, through everything. Yes. Uh, so what is the, if you could sum it up, either one of you, what is the view of you know the Nord Stream incident, but then also of the of the uh, you know of the Russian uh, side of this conflict, and then the United States their their role in all of this? Mr. Me. Uh, you want to take this one, or you want me to? 
Eww. Oh. Okay. Um, oh, there's a lot to unpack in that question. Uh, there is generally a lot of uh, sentiment and I, uh, in support of the Russians. Uh, and I think that a lot of that has to do with proximity. Uh, because beforehand, um, especially here in Italy, the, the Russians frequently came here for, for vacation. Uh, and they were very much um, part of the industry here. Uh, and all that just came to an abrupt end. And uh, a lot of people, that affected a lot of people economically. Uh, and so I think that was the first question mark a lot of people had. Uh, was why did this happen? Why did we lose this, this income, this support? But also, um, because we see, you know, what's happened uh, throughout the, the history of Europe, in particular, in particular the the post-Soviet era, uh, with various different color revolutions uh, going on through you know, throughout the Balkans and throughout many other post-Soviet states, uh, and they see the similarities of that um, in Ukraine and the. The dynamic here now is that information has become so decentralized that you can very well just go up um, on, on YouTube or whatever and you can find an independent journalist who's you know, reporting from places like Mariupol and you can see the situation on the ground there. And so I think it's the availability of um, you know, alternative uh, sources of information, even if they do use mainstream platforms like YouTube. Um, which has allowed people to really kind of uh, get an understanding of why these things happen. And so I think, um, you know, that interest, that knowledge, that thirst is only going to continue to uh, infect. And I say that in a good way, uh, more people. And that, uh, you know, eventually the truth will, will come out because um, it. I'm not going to go into, you know, the whole in-depth analysis of, you know, the Svoboda party or anything like that in the U.S. Uh, intervention in, in Ukraine. But I hope that eventually those things will come out, that they'll be, uh, you know, they'll become the subject of, of more topics of discussion uh, because it's the truth and it needs to be uh, understood. So I think uh, you're seeing a lot of that in Europe. I think there is a severe distrust of government after the COVID lockdowns, and there is a lot of Euroscepticism, which is on the rise, as we see with uh, Orban and also with the recent elections uh, in Sweden. And I think that, again, as Rosalda said, this is a trend which is only going to continue to ascend. Uh, and we'll see you know, what, what the future holds for the European Union. So that's my take. Mm -mm. I agree. Totally agree. Well, thank you. I want to make sure uh, that that we pray with both of you before we sign off. Um, I, you know, it, I didn't really speak about. It. Is there any way that that listeners can support uh, the two of you in you know and everything that you're doing over in in Europe? I I haven't understood. Sorry. Is there any way that we can what? support we can support you support what you're doing? No, uh, no, no. Well, um, the only way is to uh, also to listen what uh, we 
when people are saying and to spread what we are saying and not follow just what the media are saying that it hundred percent totally false. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm in the same boat. I don't I don't have anything but say uh um you know uh, follow you know organizations like Marco Polo. You know, yeah, the truth speakers out there. Um, make sure you give those those guys your ear. Definitely, absolutely. And this comes back to a concept that we've talked about a lot: this uh, boycott, boycott, right? We need to uh, support those who are actually doing good work and are working to expose the truth. And many of them are are taking a lot of arrows for for doing so. But uh, stop funding and stop. Uh, Stop listening to uh, the enemies of the people. And I think that's really all it comes down to. Uh, so learn to do business with those who uh, who want to live life by their own terms as we do. But again, uh, B, Rosella, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I'll pray uh, really quickly, and then I'll, I know you are getting into the evening there. So thank you for, for taking your evening to to speak to uh, to our audience and, and to uh, people in America. Thank you, too. So, Father God, thank you. I want to thank you, truly. Thank you for the courage and the wisdom that Rosella and B bring. I want to just ask you to bring together the people of the world. End this, end this propaganda machine. End these, these dark uh, agendas, these, these black projects, everything that is working to divide the people, to steal from them. End this system of enslavement like that in the EU, uh, those same powers who are aiming to take down the economic system to rob the people of their wealth and of their of their futures, close the borders, allow, their, allow these countries, allow Italy, allow Greece, allow uh, the people of Ukraine to be free of this, uh, this monster that wishes to make war for its own ends and wishes to impose its own rule. Let the people of these nations and of the United States. Let them see clearly the world for what it is. Let us be able to run our own country according to our terms. Let us elect people who represent us free of these machines, free of this theft and this, uh, this, these lies that these sellouts, these traitors, these demons who work for interests that do not serve a nation, that do not serve people, that do not serve humanity, let, the, let us do so free of their influence and let them be held accountable for all the evil that they have committed. I pray for the children in countries all over the world who are suffering as a result of these border policies, as a result of these criminals who are allowed to reign in our society and those criminals who run our nations. I pray that the voice of the American people, the voice of the Italian people, and those in Europe that it is restored once again to the guiding force in those nations that the children can be given a future that we can put an end to uh, we can put an end to the trafficking we can put an end to the drugs we can have control over the money that we make we can have a, a monetary system that is truly for the people that serves the nation that is built on the people I ask that Trump be reinstated. I ask that the election coming up in the midterms, if we do have an election, that the voice of the people is heard. I ask that uh, that you bless Georgia Maloney, those who support her, that she is guided by 
truth and she's guided by goodwill and does what is right for the people in Italy. I pray that the people of Ukraine are freed from this and that though the the landscape, the geopolitical landscape is is so tense that any major conflict may be diffused and that we may work to restore and recover from the damage that has been done to uh, to these great nations and all these great people. I pray that the American people, the Italian people, the people in Greece, the people in Russia, in Ukraine, uh, in Germany, that they see clearly that they are even, that they are the same people as those in America and those in other countries, that the Mockingbird media, that it does not convince us to be divided and that we see, th we see clearly through it for what it is and that we unite as people and we stand behind our, our nations, we stand behind each other, we stand behind truth and freedom and we follow your word, God. Just please bless all these nations and end this agenda, end this suffering. Hold those like Soros, like those demons who have hijacked the great economic and productive power of the people of your world. Hold them accountable and rid our society of them. Let them be relegated to a dark time in history that we may never repeat. I bless that those people like Rosella, like B, who are working to expose the truth, who are putting their, their lives as collateral to advance your will and to, and to save our republics, to save our nations. I just ask that you bless them, keep them safe, bless them with opportunity, protect their families, and may we all see a brighter future together. I pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Both of you, thank you so much. Rosella Fidanza, thank you. thank you again for joining us. Uh, B, it's always Thank a pleasure. You. Thanks for your for your time, for your wisdom, and uh, we'll we'll be speaking to you soon. God bless you. Absolutely. Bless thanks you. for thanks for having us. God bless. You got it. God bless you. Thank That's you. It. Thank you so much. Bye. As they say here in Italy, buona serata. <laughs> buona serata. Buona serata. <laughs> Beautiful. Bye. Bye. Have a good night. Thank you. All right, guys. So there's a lot in there. Uh, please share this. This uh, please share this episode. Go back, listen a few times. There was uh, a lot of a lot of information, uh, a wealth of information in that show. And again, the same things keep coming home. That uh, you know, the people of the world are not so different. That the the line, the mockingbird establishment, this media uh, psychosis, this fake reality, fake news, as Trump coined it, that they want you to see. And they want you to uh, to adhere to. They want you to, uh, excuse me, to believe that it's the same game, whether it's here, whether it's in Europe. There are interests that do not serve us, that do not serve these nations, and they are the ones who are working, uh, you know, to dictate what reality is. They are working to destabilize when it suits them and to assume control when it suits them. So we just pray that uh, no more major conflict sees the. Uh, the shores of America or Europe or anywhere else and that the voice of the people all over the world can be can be heard can be restored so I'll just ask all of you to pray uh, we'll be chopping this up uh, and you know God bless uh, you know 
Rosella and B, both of them, wildly intelligent, extremely intelligent, uh, brilliant, brilliant people. And uh, we see the exact same problems in, in Europe, the exact same games in their political system. They may be at a different stage than we here in America are, but th this is the same demon that we're all fighting. And it's all, it's all up to us to stand up and fight together. So be an ambassador of truth. Refuse to stop speaking about it. Refuse to stop speaking. You must continue speaking. Or I'm going to be playing some clips from the Matthias Desmond uh, interview that he did with Tucker Carlson. And one of the things that uh, I think is really important for you to understand is that there's always been in history, uh, he calls it mass formation, but whatever you want to call it, whether it's the, uh, the things that happened in Nazi Germany, what we've seen here with COVID, what we've seen in Europe, uh, in many ways the same case, is that there was always a relatively small percentage of the population who was truly convinced, who was truly brainwashed, who was under the spell. And the majority of the people, they saw, at least in part for what it was, they saw that it wasn't true, they saw the lies, uh, but they didn't speak. And then there was always historically a very small percentage who saw very clearly and who spoke very clearly. And as soon as that small percentage went underground or they were silenced, then the atrocities would start and it would go to the next stage. So... It is up to us, number one, to continue, no matter how small of a minority we may be or we may think we may be, we have an obligation to continue speaking, to do so courageously without fear, and to do so regardless of any, uh, any consequences, whether socially or, as we've seen, uh, at the hands of the weaponized intelligence and legal system here in the United States. And we have an obligation to encourage those others who see as well to speak up. This is truly a fight of good versus evil, of, good versus evil, of uh, freedom for the people of the world versus the control that this World Economic Forum, this uh, globalist agenda, these supernatural, uh, supernational powers and financial interests, military interests, uh, wish to impose on us. It is truly that. Is a, it is a, uh, a David versus Goliath battle, but there are many Davids. So we all need to pick up our stone and not necessarily use it, but be ready to. And sometimes those stones are simply the words that you use to speak truth and to awaken the minds of others. So thank you all. Again, make sure you share this. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it a couple times, so make sure that you do as well. Uh, we'll see you tonight. Uh, thank you so much for joining us again on Conservative Daily Podcast. And I'll just ask one more time that you pray. So please pray. Uh, and we will see you this evening at 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. God bless you all. God bless America, and God bless the people of the world. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it.
Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the Fax Blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Fax Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.